I'm Daniel Fuller from the Venant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about the well of the oath. So recently we've been talking about the story in Genesis chapter 26, where Isaac is redigging the wells of his father Abraham. And we said that in the original Hebrew of some of these verses that we talked about recently, I think it's Genesis 26, 19, it says that Isaac found living water. We see this process that Isaac goes through in Genesis chapter 26, where he keeps digging wells, but the, the enemies, they keep quarreling with him over these wells. And finally, they make a treaty, they make a, a an oath of peace together. And his servants dig this well of water. They say, we found water, and he calls it Sheba. And the town that was named after that is Beersheba. And so here's what it says in Genesis chapter 26, verse 32 through 33. It says, That day Isaac's servants came and told him about the well they had dug. They said, We found water. And so we called it Sheba. And to this day, the, na the name of the town has been Beersheba. Now, something I find very interesting. If you look at the original Hebrew of this verse as well, one of the names for this well is the well of seven. The well of the seven. It's translated sometimes as well of the oath or well of seven. So there's this connection between seven and oath. And I've just been thinking about this, this idea of the well of the seven. Because right now we're in what's called the Feast of Tabernacles, also called Sukkot. And it was during this feast where Jesus stood up and he said, If anyone believe, would believe in me, out of his innermost being would flow rivers of living water. And so in the same story where Isaac is redigging these wells and he finds living water. We see a reference to the well of the seven, which the Feast of Tabernacles is a seven day festival. So there's some kind of connections here that I believe God wants to show us. I don't know what they are, but I think he's trying to show us something here. And so we're going to take communion over this. But let's get started with our daily prayer and then we'll get into our time of communion after that. Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening their families, their friends, everybody connected to them, and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear Son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. And that Jesus was struck down, he was smitten, bruised and pierced and crushed and destroyed. Also, that you could be on our side, that you could be fighting for us. And I keep asking that you, the Father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you more and more. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us and the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us and the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ when you raised him from the dead. And you seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. And every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us and to make your face shine upon us. Let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. 
expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ and to let it flow through us, that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today and help us make the most of those opportunities. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes and do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And Father, we're asking for you to teach us today. What does this mean that this Isaac called this well the well of the oath or the well of the seven? What does this mean for us today? Give us understanding of this and help us to apply this to our lives so it makes a difference in our lives today. And we think of the night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. We get this opportunity today to remember. We've been made one with you through the sacrifice of Jesus. And so I thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take our juice, our, our bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. We get to have this covenant relationship with you, Father. And so I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take our juice. All right, let's talk about some practical health and fitness tips. Because I think physical exercise is meant to teach us how to exercise our faith. So I'm going to reiterate it once again. Lately, the concept of having every one of your movements feel like it's flowing on a bed of air, synchronizing it with your breathing, where your movement your breathing is leading your movement. It feels like your movement is just gliding on a bed of air. Keep thinking about that. Keep executing that in your workouts each day. But I hope it's enough for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing, you go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.